Hello. Thanks for tuning in to Functional Fun. I'm Mike Watkins, first year student in cohort five at Cox College MSOT program. And Leah is busy right now attending to uh, certain duties that she has uh, with work study. And uh, we have a lot of things going on with applications for the school. So um, not all the time are we going to have free opportunities to sit down and discuss with each other or with anyone else um, the different topics that we have. And like last week, we didn't have an episode. So sometimes, and that was due to, you know, their cohort being um, out doing field work with geriatrics. And we had our first neurology test, which is uh, very difficult (laughs) to deal with in some facets. So um, we're trying to get as many episodes as possible. And I didn't want to leave this week without an episode. Um, So I appreciate everyone who is still tuning in. And this topic for this week will be what happens when the semester or when things get pretty dark or low um, in the program. We've been t- we've talked about what we expect from an OT student. Uh, we've talked about applying to the college. We've talked about um, the different spotlights and why OT for certain personnel, which we'll get more from, um, especially from the spotlight, because we love hearing um, why people have chosen occupational therapy as their career and why they chose Cox College. And we've also had semester coping mechanisms or semester routines to keep us on track, um, which kind of rolls into this topic that uh, I like to discuss about because there are ebbs and flows to the emotional roller coaster uh, associated with grad school. I'm sure in everyone's undergrad, they've had stressful situations, um, certain personal tragedies or bouts of grief that take you out of your norm or give you some funk. And it's, uh, it's a normal thing to deal with. And sometimes we, as a student culture or as a personal culture, tend to have different ways that aren't either healthy or aren't productive to deal with those um, situations. And this semester specifically, you know, for me, it's been a very weird type of semester. Uh, My first semester, uh, I've described this to some students who are uh, possibly coming into the school, that the first semester, you don't really you don't really know what's going to be happening. So once you get bombarded with the clubs or especially with all of your assignments, you have a blank slate, as Taylor Swift would say, (laughs) about what you would or how you would go about tackling everything. So when you enter that first semester, it's really about getting your bearings and getting your... um, your routines down as we discussed before and what you should do to um, relieve stress and situations like that. But certain things come up where your routines that you relied on or the coping mechanisms that you relied on don't necessarily align with how you're feeling. And specifically, this uh, went along with me in this semester where the like I said, the first semester things were kind of um, you know more getting used to what was going on and finding out what worked. And this semester, um, using those same tools was effective with school, um, 
but certain things um, outside of school were definitely affecting how I would approach or how I was you know, being participating, um, how I was approaching um, classmate relations, relationships, um, which is super important. And, you know, when you aren't ready for certain things to happen, um, whether it be um, being away from home, I'm from California, so 1,700 miles away from home is a big jump for someone who's, you know, I've lived on my own and I've been away from my family for some time, but not for this length of time and not for this far of um, many miles. So that it was a huge step for me in realizing that and putting words to that and putting words to those feelings about that you know it definitely resembles a depressive type symptom when you're wondering you know where's the beach at or where is you know my family every sunday or and it's uh it can get to you especially when you're always looking for that um physical reciprocation or that social reciprocation and it just doesn't come the way you'd like it to so but we as a uh, cohort and as different classes we get exposed to especially in our AEI one class assessment evaluation intervention class we get exposed to how to deal with these feelings how to um, unpack these feelings and as a male um, as a mixed cultured male uh, I'm half African American half Cuban um, as a minority you're put into positions where not necessarily expressing your feelings is well the easiest thing to do uh, and you've been so used to expressing them in, in a way that may have not been healthy to you um, certain, certain situations and learning how to deal with those situations and learning new coping mechanisms is so important for overall health. And um, I'd like to personally thank the people from C4 and C5 who, if they noticed something or if they, they saw a difference in my behavior, they were there for me. They, they reached out to me via text or you know saw it, said something to me, which is really comforting. Um, it's hard to try to explain exactly where I was coming from in those situations um, because it did have to do with um, some touchy subjects like race or touchy subjects like, um, you know, suicide. Uh, we just had a mental health first aid um, session where some people may not have been more comfortable than others and not that they weren't being sympathetic or empathetic to the situation, but how the presentation of that was wasn't necessarily the best feeling to be seen um so not having experience with that is uh, something where if you're not comfortable excusing yourself from the situation is totally valid no one's holding us in a in a classroom where that's you know you have to endure something that just doesn't feel right which is so comforting and such a great feeling to have because we're all adults and um, at the same time that we're going through the stressful situations at school, we don't know what's affecting everyone every day. And being able to um, hone in those feelings and hone in a reason why you know we're feeling this way is essential to helping clients. Because once you can figure out why uh, your demeanor or why you're 
overall personality has been uh, affected in some way, you can try to tease out within clients or with within personal relationships as to why certain people or certain barriers have um, been obstacles for for communication or for for trust. And that's exactly what had happened with me. As soon as something, you know, an event happened, um, a lot of the trust that I had and a lot of the barriers that I used to have, they went off as a reflex. It was just like, oh, you know, I know what to do. I can just block everyone off, block everything else off and be cool with what I have to do, which everyone has their coping mechanisms that work for them. And that may not have been you know the best situation to do but it gave me enough space and enough time to figure out what i really do want out of this program and it um, also referred me back to what we had learned within class which is that um, when you can have those feelings with you and realize that negative thoughts or dark thoughts things that people believe to be um, almost condition-like, um, those are normal when you're in stressful situations and in situations where it's not easy to express how you're feeling and there's so much anger or so much pain associated with these feelings and you feel like no one understands what's what you're going through. Those are normal feelings. And when you're happy for a second and then you're those feelings get thrown right back at you. It really feels like you're a teenager all over again with all the emotional roller coaster going up and down. So, um, but being able to go back to cognitive behavioral therapy um, based training that we get, um, and there's the ACT, um, I forget the acronym for ACT, darn it, Dr. Quigg's gonna be mad at me for that one. But, um, being able to take those feelings with you, put names to those feelings, not stuff them down or not um, address them. Because when something happens that is sensitive to those feelings, they come out in the most unpredictable way. And luckily for me, I had, um, you know, I didn't feel like anyone here necessarily could relate to how, what I was going through, which is why I seemed unapproachable um, or uh, out of my own sorts at times, but luckily I had my family that I could, I could call. Um, I have my family I can call, and I have people in my life, my friends, who can um, refocus and help help me uh, realign why um, I'm in this position. And it was such a great feeling this week. We just had our SOTA meeting. SOTA is a Student Occupational Therapy Association. And we just held positions and we just had um, new presidents and new vice presidents, all the positions. But one of the positions, professional development, which I was initially um, nominated for, and I, I didn't necessarily want to take on the position. I kind of wanted to retract and not do as much so I could just focus on um, the basis of why I was here in, in terms of school. Um, but the president, Brittany, she really... Um, had some kind words to say to me and she's seen me in the trenches when no one else was here and seen how much I, I do really dedicate to this program um, and everyone does in their own way um, but for her to see that the position was vacant and no one really was going after it 
um, and asked me to reconsider. I, I definitely um, was in a space then um, to accept because it's such an honor to be um, a part of SODA and a part of this committee of people um, who are so professional and want to just show the best light of the occupational therapy program that Cox has to offer. So um, it's little things like that where even though the darkest hours or the darkest times seem so frequent um, with, like I said, personal grief, um, tragedies that have happened um, with different family members, um, people that you don't know treating you in very unkind, unfair ways, um, those times are, are, aren't are as important or aren't as, they are important. They're not as um, effectively changing as someone who can just give you a one-liner of confidence. And um, it's great that that's offered here. And I know that the current president who has just been elected will do the same. And uh, uh, everyone else who is in their respective positions will be carrying on the uh, soda and Cox College um, vision with pride. So I'm going to leave you today with a quote from Jimmy V, um, Jim Valvano, the late Jim Valvano from the Jimmy V Foundation. Uh, if you don't know who he is, I really suggest YouTubing his um, speeches because he's a wonderful speaker um, and he died of cancer. But while he was fighting, he said and told everyone, to fight and never give up and always keep pushing on. And uh, that's what we're going to keep doing. We're just going to keep pushing on and get through everything we have to get through together because that's what's important. Have a great day.